A reading from the Gospel according to John, the 17th chapter, beginning with the 20th verse. Jesus is praying, saying, I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, and that they may be completely one, so that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, our desire that those also whom you have given me may be with me where I am to see my glory which you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made your name known to them, and I will make it known, so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. The Word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. So one of the things that happens when you're planning on going over a little booklet and you don't want to drop the children's sermon and you don't want to drop this and you don't want to drop that is you get to the sermon time and it's 11.50. And you kind of knew that would happen so you're not afraid but you recognize that your people might be. And there's communion still to come and we're wondering what in the world we would do with all this time we have. And Sandy said something this morning that was really funny. And I'm going to use it because it was funny and it fits what I wanted to say anyway. She said, just tell him Jesus loves him. Go serve him. Have a short sermon today. <laughs> something to that effect. And I added, don't be stupid. Don't do bad stuff. Jesus loves you anyway. Go serve him. Right? That's the core of our message. Our message is that we know that people struggle with things that are hard. We know that we struggle with sin because every last one of us has struggled with sin in some way. Every last one of us has had our lives impacted by the sinful actions not only of ourselves, but of others. Every last one of us knows the pain and the hurt that broken relationships bring. Is that true, church? And that means that every last one of us can know the joy that a healed relationship brings. Is that true? Have you ever experienced that? Have you ever gone through a break in a relationship, found the courage to admit that you were wrong, own your part of it, and have been reconciled to the person that you fell out with? That ever happened to you? Some of you aren't shaking your heads and making me nervous. If it has, then you know the joy of a relationship being made right. And what Jesus is praying for here is that our relationship with God would be made right. That our relationship with God would be the same as the relationship of God the Father and God the Son and God the Spirit, who according to the Greek Orthodox Church, dance in a dance of love and are bound together. Isn't that beautiful? 
To imagine the Holy Trinity as a dance of love. And we're being called into that. To be one with the Father as Christ is one with the Father. To be one with Christ as the Father is one with Christ. And to be one with each other as Christ and the Father are one. Man, what a beautiful idea. And then I got to rack in my head thinking, what in the world does it mean to be one? And I realized I probably can't unpack that from whatever that iPad says. Between 11.54 and 12 o'clock. But I think we know what it means to not be one. We know what it means when, t- when someone is broken and become, feels like they're two separate people. Or when a relationship is broken and there's no commonality. We know what it means when we're separated and isolated. We know what it means to be two. And to be one is to have all of that healed. To have all of our desires changed to be the desires of God. To have the love of God alive in us. To have the heart of Christ alive in us. To have the Spirit of God alive in us. And I can't tell you how God does it. But I can tell you that it's by grace. And I can tell you that it begins for us in baptism and in faith. And it continues in this meal that Jesus gave us. When we pray over the elements, we say, make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we might be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by His blood. That we might be the body of Christ that makes us one with Christ. So we say, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world. And when your church council did that exercise with the Patrick Lencioni book, what we realized is that we're living out what is said will happen to us right here. That we're living out being affected by Christ, by coming to Christ's table. That we are truly being one, made one with God, and it's affecting our decisions as a church. That we're truly being made one with each other, and it's affecting our decisions as a church. That we truly are and want to be one with our community, and it's affecting our decisions as a church. God wants to heal us of any brokenness that's in us. So that we can be one with God, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world. That was Jesus' prayer for us the night He was betrayed. That's powerful. Carry that with you every day of your life. That the night He was betrayed, He prayed for you. That you would be one with God, one with the people of your congregation, the people of the church worldwide so that we could do His work in the world. We come to the table expecting to be changed.